The Christmas story is an amazing story that we've all heard over and over and over again. Many times, though, we start in Bethlehem when we start this story. But see, it doesn't begin in the manger or the inn or even with Mary and Joseph. 700 years before the birth of Christ, Isaiah wrote these words about Jesus in Isaiah 9-6. He says, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. 700 years before the birth of Christ. But see, the Christmas story began even before that. See, the fact is that the Christmas story began at the beginning of time and before the beginning of time. See, when the little baby boy was wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger, the world had been waiting a long time for that baby boy. All of creation had led up to this moment where God's word became flesh and dwelled among us. Galatians 4.4 says it this way. It says, when the fullness of time had come. When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman. What does that mean? It means at just the right time. God sent Jesus, born of a virgin. See, even though it was just the right time, though, it must have seemed like forever for the people that were waiting on this baby to be born. Just how long have they been waiting? Since the day time began. And Jesus is mentioned even back as far as the Garden of Eden, all the way back in Genesis. Satan, the serpent, had just deceived Eve. And we see that in chapter 3 of Genesis in verse 14. It says, the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, he's talking to the serpent here, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. And he says, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between her offspring, or other versions say seed, and her offspring or seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. That's talking about Jesus right there. See, something that's special about this passage is it mentions the seed of a woman. And most of the time when it talks about those things in, in the Bible, it only references the seed of a man. Now, why is that special? Well, we all probably have gone through health class and we know that something is different here because no man would be involved in Mary's pregnancy. Jesus would be born of a virgin, and this is important. We don't, I don't know if we understand how important the virgin birth is. Adrian Rogers says it this way. He says, your salvation is inextricably interwoven with the virgin birth. No virgin birth, no deity. No deity, no sinless life. No sinless life, no sacrificial death. No sacrificial death, no salvation. No salvation, then we're lost and we're going to hell. See, Jesus came to earth that we might go to heaven, born of a virgin, that we might be born again. Thank God for the virgin birth. See, all the way back in Genesis, the people have been waiting for a Savior through thousands of years and hundreds of prophecies. They waited for the Messiah to come. Now, one of the most difficult times of waiting would have been the 400 years between the end of the Old Testament and the beginning of the New Testament. They referred to that as the intertestamental period. See, God was silent during those 400 years. 
There was no prophecy. There was no prophet. Generations came and went waiting on a Savior. This must have been a bleak time in history. Have you ever been in that place before where you're waiting, waiting for God to answer, but he seems silent? Things are bleak. Sorrow is real. When will God move? When will God speak? We're waiting and waiting and waiting. But see, we learn from the Christmas story that we can trust God's timing. See, God didn't forget his plan for 400 years, and then all of a sudden, oh, man, I was supposed to send Jesus. Ah, I guess I'll send him now. No, he had prepared for the perfect moment to send his son. See, maybe you're living in those 400 years between the last chapter of Malachi and the first chapter of Matthew, and you're worried that God's silence on some issues will never be broken. When will he move? When will he step in? When will he break the silence? You're waiting for real answers to real questions. But God's timing is perfect. Luke 2 shows us evidence of God and how he planned the perfect time to send his son. And you remember this because you probably can hear Charlie Brown say it. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Cyrenius, the governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. Kyle Edelman has an awesome series on Right Now Media uh, that's called The Christmas Experience. And he says this. He says, during those 400 years of silence, God was moving. God wasn't sleeping. God wasn't uh, not paying attention. He was moving. During that time, the Greek Alexander the Great conquered all the known world in just 12 years, around 350 years before the birth of Christ. As a result of this, the world basically became Greek in both thought and language. For the first time since the uh, Tower of Babel, the world was united with one language. Everyone spoke a little Greek. See, God was making a way uh, for Jesus to be born into a world where everyone spoke the same language and messages could be passed quickly. The other reason that this was important was the Greeks had translated the Old Testament into Greek. Uh, from the Hebrew into the Greek. And this was about 280 years before Christ. So everyone had access to some of the written Bible. The other thing that was special about this intertestamental period was the Greeks' influence on learning. They, were, uh, they learned from the Socratic method, which is the same way that Aristotle and Plato and Socrates had learned with asking questions. And people were beginning to think for themselves then just 63 years before Jesus' birth, the Romans took over the world from, uh, ruling, uh, from the Greeks. <clears throat> but the Romans were busy all during this time as well. See, the Romans, over this last couple hundred years, have been making a contribution by building the most massive road ever constructed. Constructed. Construction. I had it right the second time. All right, there we go. Now I feel better. The most massive road ever constructed. And these were the roads that Jesus, the disciples, and Paul would use to quickly travel the world and tell the gospel. 
Now the Romans were brutal to the people of Israel. And because of this, it scattered them throughout the entire world. And if it weren't for that fact, it would, it would have been never had, had that opportunity for Christianity to leave Jerusalem in that area. And because they had been scattered, the gospel was able to travel quickly. Then just 27 years before the birth of Christ, there came a peace over all the world uh, for almost 200 years known as the Pax Romana. And even today, this is known as the most peaceful time in history. See, the time was right. And although God was silent, he was busy. He was preparing the way. The world could speak one language. They had access to the scripture. They learned to ask questions. And they had a means to travel. And they had peace. So when Caesar Augustus made that decree to tell all the world that they should be taxed, God was at work. See, this first Christmas is evidence that we can trust God's timing. An old preacher once said it this way, that God is rarely early, but he's never late. God is rarely early, but he's never late. See, God is not rushed, but God is perfect, and perfection takes time. So when you're in those periods of silence, when you feel like you've been waiting forever, remember that just like God had a plan and a perfect timing for the birth of the Messiah to come, he had a plan and a perfect timing for your life. Have faith that God makes no mistakes. See, Christmas is a time that we celebrate the coming of the Messiah, the answer to the silence. The Messiah is coming to answer your silence as well. Christmas is coming. Come now long expected Jesus. Amen. 